This program is about bringing up controversial subjects and a series of quests for strange horrors. It feels good. Guidance is internal. We live on a placid island of ignorance in the midst of black seas of infinity. Do not think there are things in this universe which you cannot understand and which are true. All right, and we are back from a two-month hiatus, I guess you'd call it. Um, Jax is still super busy, so uh, in order to actually have a show, uh, I brought on Tiwi from... What what episode were you on? Was it episode five? I'm I know sure it was about the. Oh, I know it was the the, the science crisis, the reproducibility crisis mm-hmm. episode. Um, well, you're back. I'm back. Now you're, you're gonna be co-hosting uh, this new little format for us. Mm, this is exciting. Yeah. Um, Jax, Jax will be back, of course, because we actually have uh, some episodes out there that we've produced. It's just the man. Uh, He's just busy. I mean, he's uh he's doing he's got he's got a lot of things going. A lot of a lot of he's spinning a lot of plates. So mm, okay. since I have no life and apparently you have no life, I don't. Uh, you get to record a show with me. It's exciting. Yeah. Um, tonight, Tiwi and I are going to discuss the more unusual, terrifying, or plain perplexing stories from the past couple of weeks in a new format, a far off topic that I'm calling uh, deviant information. That's mm. the, just that's just that's just the title I landed on so far. All <laughs> it, right. may, it, it may be subject to change. Uh, in this episode, we're talking about microbes that no longer need to eat food, which obviously means they will wake up and eat us. I don't. I don't know. Uh, Actually, plus, I, I do have some concerns, but continue. Uh, plus, a major league baseball player claims to have proof that Bigfoot exists, and much more, as well as a look at some of the odd human-made products and events from weirdos around the world, just like anyone listening to this podcast. Yes, I'm calling you a weirdo, folks. Uh, that's in our bizarre segment at the end of the show. So adjust your earhole calipers wide open and tighten your limb restraints. We've got some stories for you to tell. Or mm. we've got some stories to tell you. That's what I want to say. <laughs> We can hear you. That's the surprise. We've been listening to you this whole time. I did something different here. From acid-propelled speed boots to interdimensional portals into your neighbor's blown mind, these are the tales of mad science run amok. These are the stories of bombast and rocket engines. First off, the U.S. Army expects to field cyborg soldiers by 2050. Uh, In details from a new U.S. Army report, can be believed the U.S. will be fielding super soldiers in the near future. In recent report called Cyber Soldier 2050, Human Machine Fusion and the Implications for the Future of the DoD, uh, it predicted that enhanced vision, enhanced hearing, muscular control, and what amounts to telepathy would all become possible within 30 years, given the current pace of technological developments. Mm. How does that make you feel that soldiers <laughs> will be getting that, that, that nth step more deadly? This just sounds nuts because there's so many, like barriers to this actually happening also like you know currently we have a volunteer army right right so and you know the typical stint i think is like a six-year commitment (laughs) what what would happen if you became a cyborg and then like you know you're done so 
now what do we just have like a bunch of cyborgs like out in like the community at large like how does that i feel like they're gonna take over obviously it would it would i didn't even think about this that it would be creating a a essentially a new genus of human right that, you know like how can you compete like in the workplace no. when you're when you're fucking colleagues i'm a veteran but i'm also fucking superhuman so I fuck know. off and they're telepathic i mean like they already have a leg up in everything like <laughs> right it would just i mean it just doesn't sound i mean then getting into just like the like regulatory ethical parts I don't know, because it says it's like they're going to genetically enhance them. Like, what exactly are they referring to here? Like, oh, it, it, that's just that. I mean, it, you don't think a bunch of people would instantly signing consent forms like, yes, make me a fucking, like a, a fucking universal soldier. Do it. Do it. I mean, In I don't doubt that people would. But then also, like, you know, let's say you have a bunch of like Abu Ghraib type guys, you know, because they're obviously going to get in, too. They're just everywhere. <laughs> like, what happens to those guys? They become the like horrible cyborg overlords like they could just form like little factions and take over it just it doesn't sound like a very well thought out idea um i don't know i think by 2050 <laughs> the vetting process for the military will get that much better so but also the, like are we supposed to be going like no human military isn't that like the whole point like we're gonna they're go, not humans they're cyborgs they're better than humans they were this humans. is part of that this is part of that that tr- change of like getting humans humans out of the military and putting you know, robots in you and putting them on the battlefield. Yeah, no thanks. I don't know. I just, I have a lot of concerns about this idea. Um, auditory enhancement for communication and protection. There's just so much. Muscular control. They're going to like fix up their muscles. Make them stronger so they can jump higher and taller buildings. It's what yeah, we need. Like, we need, why, we'll, why we'll have we an era of super people like, uh, uh, like Marvel superheroes become real after this. But like, shouldn't we, we actually, if we are going to do this, then shouldn't everyone do this? I mean, why can't we just have like a super, like a nation full of us, like enhanced? Well, exactly why you said, because you have to vet the people that get this enhancement. Uh, and so you can't just be giving that willy nilly to everybody. You have to give it to the best and the brightest. No, and, I feel like you should give it to everybody. Then it puts everyone on like the equal plain nah that's just a recipe for the apocalypse what are you talking about everyone's no. a super person it would be for us to like make america great again <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> uh yeah no so yeah. no it's 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 only for the special all right moving on uh scientists have created a microbe that no longer needs to eat food to grow thanks to a bit of genetic engineering uh mm. some mad scientists have inserted the gene for and this is kind of I've read this several times now, and I don't really quite understand it, but I'm, just, I'm going to read it again for everyone. Okay. Uh, they inserted the gene for an enzyme that enabled the microbe to eat formate, one of the simplest carbon-containing compounds, mm-hmm. and one that other strains of E. coli, e. coli can't eat. Uh, this microbe, uh, the, 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 tr- the transformed microbe, uh, could then transform the formate into ATP, an energy-rich molecule that cells can use. That diet- triphosphate. Yes. Continue. Oh, okay. Good. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, that diet gave the microbe the energy it needed to use the second batch of three new enzymes it received, which are unnamed, uh, all of which enabled it to convert CO2 into sugars and other molecules. The researchers also deleted several enzymes the bacterium normally uses for metabolism, forcing it to depend on the new diet to grow. Um, and I guess they're doing this simply so that it can uh, – create ethanol in a cheaper way so 
So, so what are your concerns about this? Us uh, going in and editing tiny little beasts. So, okay. I mean, I've seen a lot of uh, interesting genetically modified bacterium research that some of it seems pretty interesting, but there's a definite like problem here and that, and they kind of touch on it. They went through the evolutions pretty rapidly on these bacterium um, so that they would, it says in the article that they picked up 11 new genetic mutations that allowed them to survive without eating other organisms. So they're like basically engineering evolution in a much faster way. Um, so these little little guys are going to be able to essentially continue evolving. And who's to say that this E. coli does not ev- evolve to basically start... Um, you know, being like resistant to all things that we could use to kill it, this E. coli. And E. coli is something that, you know, gets into the food chain. It's on poop. But that's the thing, though. So uh, isn't the danger of it, uh, like, what, what, since it's not eating uh, its normal food, it's just eating carbon uh, CO2. Right now. Um, why would it like it wouldn't really harm us would it i mean cause well, it's like, it's no, just... i mean only one iteration we don't know because it's like this thing is like hijacked to just continue to evolve so it's gonna evolve to whatever environment it's in so you get this like hypercharged e coli that like somehow maybe gets out and then it starts like changing to eat all kinds of things and then it just becomes like this crazy like e coli strain that is you know you can't kill and then we all die of like pooping our brains out. <laughs> that should be the that yeah, that's definitely the natural progression. It, uh, yeah. We all die. Yeah, I think that's that's what's going to happen with this. Don't you think though? Now here's the other thing: is that Mark so they're, they're trying to use it to create kind of a biofuel, a green fuel that that mm-hmm. doesn't rely on on you know fucking, and it's also eating carbon uh, uh, dioxide or carbon dioxide. So. Um, you know, I feel like you've got a net gain here. You've got like a, a giant like carbon sink that you're that's creating fuel for the world. So it doesn't the the benefit outweigh the I don't know potentially catastrophic downside. Uh, Bacteria are they're uh, they're interesting. So like there's stuff we still don't know about bacteria. Um, that we just only recently discovered, like the whole small colony variant. Like so, basically, when they take bacteria like strains like in a hospital hospital. they take a bacteria strain you know they like put it in a little dish and then they like let it sort of like grow to see what we have and then Mm -hmm. they can identify it but what they found was that you know usually after they identify it they would sort of like you know throw it away or get rid of it or whatever um they discovered that and this was looking at research with cystic fibrosis which is a very bacteria heavy disease um that if you let it grow and just let it keep growing, there's actually these like little sub colonies that they never even knew were there that respond to treatments on their own in a distinct way. So like these little generations exist. They're like, you know, if you think of like the main colony is like your Atlanta, Georgia, and these little like sub colonies are like, you know, I don't know, some like tiny place in Georgia, but like, <laughs> you, you, should have, you should have used an example you know. I don't <laughs> like, know anything about Georgia. Say right. Boise, Idaho, and the Boise, other ones Idaho. are like Nampa and Caldwell Meridian. Oh, you're right. You're right. Star, <laughs> Star, Idaho. And you're like looking at, you know, I don't know, some sort of trend 
like they're going to be different and they respond differently because they're just a different colony. I just feel like with bacteria, it's, it's scary when we start hijacking them because they are living and they are like highly adaptable. And so, and we don't really know a lot about them. Like we do and we don't. Like we know what we think we know, but it's kind of, I don't know. I feel like it's just like the same thing as like what we always think we're like 100% certain of these certain scientific facts about the bodies and living organisms. And then we found out, we find out, you know, oh, oops, no, we're not right. We didn't, we don't know everything. Like the whole thing where we think these pieces of organisms are like, just obsolete or like right. it's like no actually those things actually have purpose we just don't know what it is like the brain there's all these parts of the brain that we were like not aware of and like the function we're just like oh there are a lot of folds but and it's there's like parts that we don't know and i feel like when we're like jacking up a, a living organism that's that tiny it's scary because and i can see that i can <laughs> see why it, it seems like well it's so simple it's like it's a you know it's it's uh, it's it's not. We can't fuck up anything because it's so it's so small and so tiny. It's, it's contained. Just, uh, yeah. Yeah. No. Because I mean, like, here's the thing. Like, these, like, even the containment. Let's just say, because you know, they created like I think they hijacked a bacteria to like eat plastic, or they found a bacteria that eats plastic, and they're like, oh, this could save everybody. But like, okay, so then you have to contain it in like a certain material, right, to make sure that like it's not going to get out there in the world and kill us all not that we're made out of plastic but like you know these things can take over and just get in your respiratory system and just you know form little colonies in your body and you die or just blow into a toy store and destroy christmas <laughs> right they could totally just ruin everything <laughs> for everybody <laughs> make us live like on old-timey wooden things exactly we're back to fucking wood and then our forests are gone and look what yeah. we're, we're dead again it's exactly. just yes it's a it's a feedback loop to hell Exactly. I just, I don't know. Bacteria just kind of freaked me out after just learning about how much they can do. I mean, they, we've only recently known or just learned that bacteria may actually be the entire nucleus of humans. <laughs> like, bacteria control us. They control, oh. like, what we eat. They control what you want. They control your brain. So I feel like saying, like, oh, yeah, it's E. coli, blah, blah, blah. It's like, what if this E. coli actually just turns us into, like, I mean, this could be the beginning of, you know, a zombie apocalypse. Or kind of like an Ice-9 situation where it's like this uh, – a chemical that turns everything to ice, you know, like it just freezes over the planet. Um, where yeah, it's a small little thing. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Are you not? Are you not uh, up on your apocalyptic literature? No, I'm not. I'm not. Oh, that's just that's disappointing. Well, either way, someone might catch the reference. But it's either way, you you create a, a small thing in the lab saying, "Oh, it's going to cure for th one specific problem," right. and with not without realizing the the global ramifications or consequences if it ever gets out. And the, the thing is, for these kinds of like E. coli, you're going to have to grow them. Massive batches. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. And they're definitely going to mutate, like, all over the place. This thing is rapidly mutating. It's going to want, like, you think about what is the drive of any organism. It's to live and to proliferate. So they're going to figure it out, you know. They're going to be like, oh, wait, they hijacked. Well, I mean, they're not going to think about it, but, you know, they it's can't whatever. Like, they removed something so that it has to rely on 
this carbon, but then it might be like, oh, but I can grow more if I can also consume this other thing. You know, it's going to, I feel like it'll figure it out. They're smart. They're very smart. <laughs> that headline, or that, that's the next terrifying thing we're going to find out is that bacteria are actually intelligent. They're instinctual maybe, but who knows? Who knows? Right now, this is my bacteria talking to you. Chilling. Absolutely chilling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. Coming up next, let's delve beyond the light of civilization past all measure or understanding into the dark wilderness where the forgotten creatures of myth and legend forever taunt our imagination as we... American baseball star captures Bigfoot on remote camera. Jordy Mercer, who according to Wikipedia, uh, because I don't know anything about fucking sports, uh, is an American professional baseball shortstop who is a free agent. He has played in Major League Baseball for the Pittsburgh Pirates and Detroit Tigers. Shout out to Evil if you're listening. Um... Uh, this guy, Jordy Mercer, he captured remote images of a strange creature on his property on two separate days, the 18th and 19th of November. The remote cameras were set up on a deer track, um, or it was, I'm sorry, uh, the remote cameras were set up to track deer, but instead appear to have tagged a meandering Sasquatch. Mm. Mercer's land is in rural Oklahoma, and the 33-year-old quickly uploaded the photos to Twitter as saying, or asking, Anyone know what this is? I imagine that's what he sounds like. Um, uh, showed up back to back days on my deer camera. Mm. Baseball. Yes. <laughs> that was a very good I, baseball conversation. <laughs> I, I'm sure he has to throw out a baseball every now and then. You know, mm. I don't know. I never met a baseball person. So have you have you t- had time to examine these pictures? <sighs> I did. I feel like this is like the weakest. <laughs> so dumb it's like obviously it's like obviously a guy wearing like those hunting like get-ups it kind of looks like a dude wearing camo like a kind of a head-to-toe camo i have a friend that's recently gotten really into hunting and she'll wear these like weird looking things to work Yes, yes, to work. It's now her business casual. <laughs> no, no. She like posts photos of like hunting trips and she's always got like these weird outfits on now. Like they wear these like bodysuit things with like hair all over them and like grasses and then they like. That's called a ghillie suit. Okay. It's a ghillie suit. That's an, that's, a, that's an old form of fucking hunting. I think it was the Scottish created that centuries ago. Okay, and now well, American snipers use it to stalk their fucking that's human what this prey. Looks like. That's what this looks like. This looks like a <laughs> stupid ghillie suit. It just looks like he looks like he's even like waving at the camera. I wouldn't even say it looks like a ghillie suit. It looks like a guy who is in uh like yeah, hunting like rain gear. I can't tell if that's if hair or like matted grass on his body, but it doesn't look like a ghillie suit cuz ghillie suits usually are like like netting. They look kind of like a giant like kind of like a what do you call it? Uh, uh, what is what? What do you wear? A poncho? They look like 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 ponchos with fucking grass all over them. And, well, like uh, the ones that she was wearing have like pants. Like they're like a outfit. I mean, I've never seen her like stand in front of a deer camera and like wave. So I don't know if this is like the exact <laughs> same look, but it looks very like a dude wearing a thing. I would say the the one the, of the two images, the one on the nineteenth. Um, 
looks, I would say it looks the most bizarre. Um, the hands the are one, the one thing, the one thing that are like. <laughs> right. But they also just kind like, of just look like cartoon hands. They're so big. <laughs> they do. They look like, like they honestly look like uh, Mickey Mouse with a gloved hand, a yeah. white, big old, fat Mickey Mouse hand. They look like homunculus uh, hands. <laughs> Maybe weird. it's a homunculus. Oh, a homunculi. Okay. There we go. We've solved it. Not Bigfoot. It is a homunculus. And an alchemist's homunculi mm. is mm. roaming the fucking Oklahoma woods. A weird side note. So as I was yeah. looking up the story, I went to MLB.com to learn what baseball was. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> and they, they had a... Uh, a story link to this story about uh-huh. Jordy Mercer's fucking run-in with the Bigfoots. But here's the thing. Mm. The link was 404. It, 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 it didn't oh, work anymore. They're trying work. to silence Jordy Mercer. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe the men in black are on this, and they're, uh, they're, they're, they, it is the, the Sasquatch, and he just got too close. That's probably what happened. Yeah, I'm going to leave that as the last word on the story. Mm. Men in black are trying to kidnap our homunculi slash Bigfoot. Now, it's time to turn our attention to the profane weirdness of the unknown as we explore odd normalities. Curious about unexplained phenomena. The unexplainable walk hand in hand through the shadows. Enter that world of darkness. Chilling story out of uh, the UK. Animals stabbed in the new forest had pentagrams marked on them. In Penn Common near Bramshaw, wherever that is, mm-hmm. a U was knifed to death and marked with pentagrams, a five-pointed star. If you don't know what a pentagram mm-hmm, is, it's a mm-hmm. five-pointed star, often associated with uh, Satanism yes. um, or the occult. Uh, police are investigating reports that another sheep in the air- same area also suffered a fatal knife wound. In other incidents, a cow let out in- also in Bramshaw returned with a wound on its neck and two calves grazing in Linwood near Ringwood. Wow. Uh, suffered like minor so injuries. Like <laughs> <laughs> and this is the news from the Shire. Know, like, what? <laughs> oh, Frodo Baggins is at it again. <laughs> Fucking marking up pen- pentagrams on livestock, that piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, what are your thoughts? Do you think there's a, dev- a devil coven in uh, running the... the, the, the- no, I feel like... Honestly, this photo sucks. Like, if this is, like, the only photo, it's terrible because that doesn't even look like it's carved into the animal. It looks like... What do you mean? That definitely looks like it's carved into it. So what what we're looking at, uh, and we'll probably put links on uh, oddnormal.com. It looks like a marker. But it, there, it looks like a carving. It looks like it's, it's nah, carved. Nah, there's, there's, no, no, no. I mean, around the sides, I would say in the circle, that looks like it's just so like So, like, ink. there's obviously, like, a wound on the animal, right? On the side. But, like, right. the pentagram does not look like it was carved into the animal at all. Well, there's also a giant blue streak know, coming off that? of I mean, its I think ass. It's like the paint that they used to draw the pentagram. They had, like, a whole color, like, situation. And they were like, guys, no, not the purple. Use the black. <laughs> I mean, it just doesn't look like... This does not look very ominous to me. Even if it's not carved in. No, no, that's catchy. I mean, someone. Mm-mm. No, the story ends if it's not carved in. Like, literally, <laughs> like, the whole thing is about being carved in. Without the carving, no, it's no, this, someone's, a someone's still running around murdering animals no, 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 and no. then has, then going after the fact and then painting a pentagram no, on it. I think this poor little animal died of natural causes. There's a wound right in its fucking side. You can see a giant gash in its side. That was naturally caused. And then I think that, you know. Natural by Satanists. Yes. And then uh, I think someone just took a little, 
you know, had a little pit pit fun and decided to put a pentagram on the animal and that's it. Let's end the story. They drew it on. Uh, well, also explained that the, the uh, what, what explained phallic symbols and the number 666 were sprayed on doors yeah, and signs at the 12th century St. Peter's Church mm. in Bramshaw. No photos. I don't see it. I don't believe it. Picture it didn't happen. That sounds like a lot of weird stuff happened over in St. Peter's Bramshaw. Like this place sounds, first of all, it sounds like it's made up. It doesn't sound real. It's in like, where is it? Pencommon, Bramshaw, New Forest. These these words near Ringwood, Linwood. I mean, these names sound, you know, a little like. They, they sound very suspect. Like someone was, <laughs> yeah, making some. No, but this is real. This, okay. You're just trying to. You know what? You're co- you're trying to cover really hard for. I feel like. Uh, if you were to like look up these places, they don't exist because it's like New Forest, New Forest, I'm gonna, Bramshaw, Pen Common, Ringwood, Common, Bramshaw. Where the hell is this place? If it shows up on a map, then it really exists. Okay. There's a website for it. Uh, yeah, of course there is. Look up St. Peter's Church, Bramshaw. Uh, hold on, I'm 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 going through. Oh I, oh, these are very idyllic. There's a place called the Lamb Inn. Tragic. Oh, I bet that's where the yeah. fucking pure, poor little guy got murdered. It's the Lamb Inn at Bramshaw. Uh, it is. Let's. I'm. I'm, I'm widening out. It looks like it's south of Salisbury, uh, and just west of Winchester and Southampton. Oh <laughs> <laughs> All these names. It's. <laughs> yes. It is. Uh, it is uh, just west of London. So it's a real place. Okay. So there you go. Well, Bramshaw. I don't it's know. Being I don't believe it. At, it's being effed up by the Satanists. I think basically you have this one photo of this poor little animal that post-mortem was defaced. and then, But you also the phallic symbols and the 666s. Yeah, those I don't think so. No. I mean, also, like, how does that even connect? What does a phallus have to do with, like, anything? According to St. Peter's... Uh, Reverend David Bacon, he believes that the incidents that occurred on November 16th and the 20th could be a result of witchcraft or black magic. Mm-hmm. That's what it's that's about. Weak. That's what if the phallic symbols witchcraft, are about. That's just like proof that they're not really witches. How? I'm not, I'm not because, like, what spell is like, hey, do like 666 and like a phallus on the door? <laughs> it's a different branch of witchcraft <laughs> called like the teenage witchcraft. Yeah, exactly. The teenage asshole witchcraft. I mean, it's, it's don't worry, it's, a, like, it's, it's, it's coming out. Five codes, it, tongues, whatever, light the candle facing north and then spray a phallus with spray paint on the door. <laughs> And they will kill a fucking you. I mean, it, yeah. I don't know. It sounds like they're escalating. So use your Crayola uh, wonder markers to like draw on the animal. Well, we'll see. That was uh, that happened in mid November. Yeah. So uh, if if there's more incidents that happen, then you know the, that used blood is on you. On me. Yeah, oh. you blood is on you for oh. turning your back on oh, this apparent witchcraft. I mean, you blood menace. is on the you. I think we've closed that one out. (laughs) Navy's nemesis tied to UFO reports by former Area 51 veteran. So 
back in 2017, Navy pilots chased uh, some UFOs off the coast of California, which caused a huge stir among the conspiracy and UFO circles. Uh, now it appears that the Navy has some cold water to pour all over all our fun hot takes about the UFOs taking over America. Um, a Navy program called Nemesis, which means netted emulation of multi-element signature against integrated sensors, just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> This is like literally uh, forming the word to make the acronym. <laughs> so stupid. It really is. I mean, what? Netted emulation of multi-element <laughs> yeah, signature against works. integrated sensors. I don't know. That's yeah, that's trying too hard. But they need to I mean lose a letter if you need to get <laughs> get nemesis in there, you know? Exactly. Just has to sound like nemesis. It doesn't have to be spell Which nemesis. Also, can I just say it makes it sound like bullshit? But okay, continue. All right. Uh, so uh, this nemesis has the potential to overwhelm enemy sensor networks during combat. Nemesis would make it very difficult for enemies to distinguish between fake and real targets. Uh, what could that mean? Uh, what that could mean is that all the sightings of these pilots in that Navy incident, uh, it could just be this weapons test of this nemesis putting false target information on their radars. Is the Navy, are, like, do they actually say this? They really said this, this nemesis thing. They're, they're the ones coming out saying, yes, that nemesis this is a real thing. Like, this is concerning. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, this is concerning. Like, these are like the brightest people protecting our country. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> Netted emulation of multi-element signature against integrated sensor. Doesn't even like make sense. Not to you or me, but if you're a pilot, I'm sure it's just like, oh, yes, my multi-element signature thing integrated the sensor i don't i hope there's no nemeses out there uh but well here's the thing though is that so the, the real rub for uh odd normal news types things is that uh ufo buffs hear something else though uh they so ufo folks think that this sounds very much like uh a new disinformation campaign to stifle the resurgent ufo truth movement that started when david favor saw the tic tac ufo i would i would go with that i would honestly like with this story, this, this like nemesis is so weak that it doesn't even, it's just, there's no way. There's no way. Netted, wait, was it netted? Netted emulation. Emulation. Netted could be, could be networked. I don't know. Netted. No, I don't know what netted emulation Because it would still be an N, right? Like, <laughs> it's probably, it's like, probably, it's probably not networked. I don't know what netted is. <laughs> Net, yeah. Interwoven? Maybe they mean interwoven, but they, I mean, you can't start. I mean, that's, a, that's an I. Then you'd be emesis. 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 That oh, wouldn't emesis. mean anything. No, emesis is vomit. So that would actually be really cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. And that would actually make more sense. It's a kind of. A, it sounds like a, a, a electronic jamming thing. Yeah. So yeah, e emesis would probably make. I like vomit. Then that would work. I would actually believe it more too if it was emesis. <laughs> Nemesis uh, sounds. It does yeah. actually sound okay. If if the Navy like truthfully <laughs> did release this like blip of information, then one hundred percent this is fake. Like cover up because it's so bad. <laughs> it's just dumb. Yeah, I don't. Think so. Well, and also, I agree. Why did it yeah. take so long? Like if you're really. Because they're coming up with that name. They, it took them forever to figure out how to get Nemesis. Like, what, 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 what can you make an acronym out of Nemesis? And, I know. So, yeah, it takes a couple of years to figure that shit out. It's stupid. It's really dumb. Um, 
yeah, this is obviously a disinformation campaign and UFOs are real. Boom. There we go. We got her, folks. We got her. She's on board. Uh, all right. So uh, next story is uh, the cut has a kind of a year in aliens uh, for all the lovely breakdown of uh, UFO news uh, in the past year, 2019. Um, was there anything in here that, that grabbed your eye? Obviously, for me. Before I, you can even answer that fucking question, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, was of course the uh, alien stock stuff that I covered in the last episode, Storm Area Fifty One. Um, that's on here, and obviously that I think that kind of took took a lot of the the big stuff. But then there was also the strange cow mutilations um, in October, which was a fun story we never got to cover because we were pretty much not recording anything. Mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, I'm a, a Sanders supporter. So I do like the Bernie Sanders pledges to reveal UFO evidence if elected. I think that's a strong campaign promise and one that I actually believe he would fulfill. Um, Honestly, the one that I don't see on here is uh, the Joe Rogan, (laughs) the the Joe Rogan um, uh, podcast with David Faber. That actually, I have to say that was probably one of the most compelling, um, podcast uh especially for joe rogan stuff and he has a lot of good stuff i mean some i I disagree with some of his kind of like whatever blah 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 but um that podcast if no one has heard it the david favor joe rogan podcast i i would listen to it immediately especially if you're uh if you definitely hate ufos um because it's really good because so he he, he, david favor was the pilot who Um, in that 20 uh 2017 incident who followed the chase the ufo and That was essentially chasing this. And, uh, and also, it kind of, if you listen to that, you could kind of hear some reasons why it's probably not a nemesis or, or a kind of a, yeah. a radar glitch. I because saw he, things too. Yeah, he, he followed a physical yeah. object and he saw things with his naked eye. It wasn't like a, it wasn't just a radar signal. Um, so on that podcast, he breaks it down. He actually, they pull up the videos and he breaks down all, everything you're seeing, all the kind of like Navy language, uh, that's in the heads up display. Um, he explains all, all that. And when he does that, it makes more significance to what you're seeing actually captured on the image. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's interesting and, and it's, it's cool because he's not a UFO guy. Like, um, he could really care less, but he's adamant what he, what he saw. He saw something strange. Now, I mean, I think he he jumps. He's pretty far down the rabbit hole now because I think a lot of the UFO people who kind of, they, they really liked what he brought to the table, they've kind of gotten to his ear now. Like Jeremy Corbell and some of these other lunatics that um, have their own agendas. Mm-hmm. Um, they're kind of like, I mean, he like for instance, like David Faber uh, endorsed uh, Bob Lazar, and Bob Lazar. I just feel like has no credibility at all. So it's a weird little, he's, he's kind of getting into the group now and he's kind of like uh, kind of becoming part of that. So he, yeah, well, I think it's not such a notoriety. He's become, he's become a touchstone for the community. Mm. So they just kind of in a way of kind of give and take feedback. He's picking up on some of their, their weirder traits and some of their weirder stories and kind of assimilating that into his own head. Um, he's done. Yeah, maybe, maybe, but still very convincing. He's very uh, plain spoken. If you haven't listened to it, listen to it, folks. It's fantastic. Um, And with that, coming up after the break, we tell you where you can get something to fill your house with awe, wonder, and an overwhelming sense of foreboding. That and Sasquatch is coming to Christmas.
one last question. If you got into the office and you found out something about aliens, if you found out something about UFOs, would you let us know? Well, I'll tell you, my wife would demand that I let you know. The truth is, Joe, what the scientists are telling us. They exist in many countries all over the world. For example, Russia and, and China. Kennedy was talking about it. Kennedy got killed. They have unbelievable amounts of money. Uh, and politicians are frightened of that power. And the president of the United States is either too stupid to understand what the scientists are telling us, or he is lying as well. The Bizarrest catalogs the myriad strange sundries bubbling up at the fringes of acceptable society and offers them up to the probing curiosity of your rarefied tastes and appetites. Enjoy. Where did you get this? These things are not to be played with. And the antiques remain cursed. I do have an offer to make. You could understand everything. You taste the fruit. If you like Christmas and you like big feet, well, do we have something for you? It's called the Sasquatch Before Christmas, and it's uh, getting kickstarted as we speak. It has a few days left. Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the wood, a creature was stirring, one misunderstood. Littered with allusions to the original, the Sasquatch Before Christmas follows the oblivious cryptid as he encounters eight tiny hunters looking to bag a Sasquatch for Christmas dinner, only to end up discovering the unique spirit of a Bigfoot Christmas. Uh, it's darkly funny and richly illustrated, um, both for parents and children to enjoy, but it does include a teensy bit more farcical Sasquatch shenanigans than a typical picture book uh, because I didn't realize that most picture books had any mm, No, not usually. Yeah. Um, you know what? This book, eh, I don't know. It's like... It looks fine. It looks the illustrations look great. It's uh, good and, illustrations, but it's like, you know what it actually makes me think of is the movie Harry and the Hendersons, and like when they basically are showing those like Sasquatch promo posters or whatever, and it's like in the movie, sort of like posited as like propaganda against Sasquatch. Ah, yeah. oh, you think this is too yeah. nasty, too, too anti Sasquatch? Like, it's, it's stereotypical. Yeah, this is bad Sasquatch propaganda. Because look at like the middle photo or photo where he's where he's yeah, murdering, the murdering the hunters. <laughs> like, oh my god! <laughs> well, the front of the book is is Sasquatch dragging dead hunters into his forest lake uh, area. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I I don't think this is I don't think that the portraying Sasquatch as a murderous beast of the wild is is negative. I think that is actually getting to his roots. He's proud to murder humans. He's not ashamed of it. So don't put that on him. That's your bag. He's proud to kill. He's happy to kill. Yeah, I mean, why is he wearing a Santa hat too? And where did he get that vest? It's Christmas. Where did he get? <laughs> he probably stole them. The vest is like, how did he even put that on? <laughs> That does make him more look like a, one of those like grinder monkeys yeah. that you know. <laughs> ting, ting, like, ting, ting. That's me hitting my symbols. It's yeah. Uh, it's yeah. regardless. It looks like a good uh, project uh, for thirty dollars. Get one copy of the book and a and ten wow. four by six holiday Actually, postcards really with artwork from the book. I mean, because have you bought a book recently? Those are pricey. 
Right. Well, I like that. That well, it's only if the if it's the, the ten cards postcards are different mm-hmm. scenes in the book. Oh, that would yeah, be like fun. 10 um, but if, it probably is. Yeah, I wouldn't want. It's probably ten of him like holding the two hunters and dissemble uh, or tearing them apart, dismembering yeah, I don't these hunters. Want that. Um, well, I would want that one, but I wouldn't want ten of them. I'd want <laughs> different, different scenes of Sasquatch murdering mm-hmm. people. Uh, I like variety. Yeah. Or you can just got uh, throw down twenty dollars for the book itself. It sounds like a great stocking stuffer, yeah. folks. You've got only a handful of days left, so hopefully I produce this in time for you to actually get on this. Otherwise, there's no point for me even to be talking about it. How did you find out about that? I'm just curious. Was it just like because I got my ear oh, to the okay. ground? I got my ear to the ground. A weird yeah, shit, yeah. lady. Next up, we've got occult mystery adventure: Nine Witches. This little game called Nine Witches. It's a fun little pixel art game. Um, the copy reads, as the fires of World War II rage on, members of the Third Reich occult SS division. <laughs> what the? What? <laughs> I forget. Jesus Christ. <laughs> God, I didn't even get what that, that, that wasn't even the first sentence. I didn't even get through the first sentence and not get up. I'm so sick of everything in the world. you're a dark cloud here's some whimsy all right let's do this again god damn okay go as the fires of world war ii rage on members of the third reich's occult ss division have descended on the sunday village of sunday harnessing a magical power to strike a terrible blow against allied forces under direct orders from the United Kingdom's Prime Minister, Professor Alexei Karkivis. <laughs> First time I've ever seen that. Uh, a quadriplegic Russian expatriate, renowned for his research in the occult sciences, and Akiro Kagasawa. Okay. The professor's capable assistant arrive in Scandinavia to investigate reports of witchcraft and put an end to the Nazi hellish machinations. Um... Mm. It's 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 a lovely despite your groaning. Uh, it looks like a, a a pleasant little jaunt into if you liked uh, Hellboy kind of evil Nazi occultists, uh, you'll fit in right here. It, it, it gets a little bit of the globe trotting of the of the Indiana Jones franchise too. Um, so it looks like a fun this little is also thing. Also propaganda against witches. How? <laughs> How? Because they're obviously trying to stop them. It didn't say they're trying to stop the nine witches. Mm. It said they're trying to stop the Nazis. The nine witches could be the 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 good mm. monsters, the good creatures. I suppose we don't know. I suppose. I, I yeah, nine witches Although is the franchise. Help I believe. Them save the world from the occult. Well, they are occult. They're, it's kind of like it very much is like a kind of a Hellboy, uh, like the because the I think the professor can can astral project and to become a ghost and all that kind of weird shit. So um, I'm like the it's it's, it's kind of like it's the it's the good occult versus the Nazi occult. That's the way you should okay. read that. All right, all right. Jesus, calm down. <laughs> uh, that looks like it's gonna be uh, twenty bucks, folks. So it's on PC, Xbox One. It's all on the all the good stuff. The next one is uh, the Oddities Flea Market. Um, I just threw this in there. They actually, as of this recording, they're actually having an Oddities Flea Market this Saturday. But clearly, there's nothing I can do for anyone to tell them about that right now. (laughs) Because 
the, 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 on Saturday, it'll be in Brooklyn. Um, and that's where it usually is. That's where I found out about it the first time I heard about it. I was actually mm. in Brooklyn. Um, and they were, they were having it the same day as um, the fight uh, that I was yeah. working. So I, I gnashed my teeth. And then I think it was a, it's a Saturday-Sunday thing. And so I had to fly out Sunday. So I didn't get to go to it, even though it sounded fantastic. And so what the Oddities Flea Market is, is... Uh, it's basically just a giant mar- uh, get-together of tons of vendors from across the, the United States and, and wow. even farther um, who are selling crazy weird shit uh, that just, you know, clothing, jewelry, um, uh, lots of taxidermy. Yeah. I, I don't actually – that's a it's a weird ta- tangent that I wanted to get into because I don't know if you've noticed this, but hmm. I have. Um, a lot of oddity shops are opening up everywhere. Um, and if you go into it, I mean, I'm obviously clearly intrigued by, like, oh, it's an audio shop. I want to go in here. What do they got? And I'm kind of saddened because every time I go in, it's usually not the most odd things I've ever seen. It's a lot of just yeah. like stuffed animals. I think they're just stuffing um, different animals. It's like the whole, like, that's what's weird. Like, oh, look at we stuffed my cat or, you know, this like ferret or something. Yeah. There was one in Denver that I, I really liked. Uh, it's small. Um, and I forget the name. Sorry, Denver Oddity Shop. But uh, they at least they had they got they got a huge like um, a mounted. They have a mounted uh, black goat with a you know, oh, you know, yeah. pentagram on its face. It looked like you know, like okay. a black Philip. Um, yeah. I like that. You know stuff like that. But it was it was less of that and more like a whole bin of uh, glass Ooh, eyes I like and the glass. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's actually uh, at this oddity flea market, there is a vendor who actually makes jewelry out of glass eyes. But the good news is, if you're clearly going to miss the oddity flea market this Saturday, uh, if you're just hearing about it now, uh, there are events in April, June, and August. So, one uh, the April ones in uh, L.A. So, if you're on the, so it the like East travels around. Coast, it just hmm. started doing that because uh, it used to just be it used to just be uh-huh. in Brooklyn, and so now I guess they're they're taking it. Across, through the United States, and that they have uh, goals to move it uh, over across hmm. the world. So, uh, I think that's actually good for people who like weird things because it means that you know weird things are proliferating. They're they're gaining ground. You know what though? Like, if you really wanted to have an oddity store, I feel like it should just be in like a small middle of nowhere town where no one can find it. <laughs> just say it exists. <laughs> the shop that no one. So yes, when you're independent, if anyone's out there independently wealthy and has no no regard for their their finances, build an oddity shop and put it in I guess Wy- uh, Wyoming somewhere. There was like a junk shop in Boise. Well, a junk shop is not an oddity shop. I mean, I guess it's a good name for an oddity shop. Whatever. Uh, yeah. So that's the oddity flea market, and uh, keep your eyes open. We'll probably I'll probably mention this again uh, as we get closer. So uh, there you go. You've been informed. Uh, last on our list of bizarrest fair is this new Netflix show called Hole in the Ground. Uh, it stars some woman's name, Cena Kerslake. I'm gonna say, uh, <laughs> like a recording being played backwards. <laughs> that's that. That's what. It, that's what, that's how I read it in my head. It's like Cena Kerslake. Um, she's the mother of a young boy hmm. who disappears in the woods behind their rural home. When he returns, she starts questioning his identity as his behavior grows increasingly disturbing. Uh, this is another one of those movies that everyone's saying is the scariest fucking movie in the world. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. Well, check it out. I haven't watched it yet, so I probably will watch it this weekend, and I'll report back. But uh, if you haven't watched it, that's this is this is the, the new movie to watch. So um, I'm doing some of the Netflix own. Yeah, and I'm doing some of Netflix's own work for them here. Also, Kidding. movies not to watch on Netflix is The Irishman. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it, guys. Please, for the love of God. I was just talking to someone who really loved it. Oh, oh my gosh. Have I ever seen a movie before? (laughs) Terrible. Why did you not like The Irishman? It's like an hour and a half too long, for one thing. Um, It just kind of like meanders. And you get get start – I feel like it's like the kind of movie where you just start like really going internal and like thinking about other things and then you'll just sort of – Realize so you say it's, it's a movie gone. to daydream to? It's basically just <laughs> terrible. It's just like so, 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 so Scorsese made the perfect white noise machine. Pretty much, yeah. And then you oh. can like check back in and you're like, oh, it's still going. And there hasn't <laughs> been like a lot of progression. So you're like, okay. Maybe I should go back. No. Uh, and then it's like almost like a mission because you're like, I just got to finish this thing. Like I have to. And then when you do, you're like, are you? fucking kidding me and then you're like i watched this whole thing for that yeah it was not interesting yeah i didn't i didn't care for it also it's like you know you're like watching it and it's so boring that you'll like google to people in the movie you're like oh that's a real person you read about them like, oh, okay and then you check back into the movie and you're like oh they're still talking okay <laughs> All right, that now yes, a plug and an anti-plug. Uh, so there we go. We balanced the. You know, we did some of Netflix's own work for them, and we shit on Netflix. So I feel like you know, mm-hmm. I don't feel like it's such a shill now. No, this obviously we're very neutral. Right. Yes, that's what we should always do. A film that you should probably watch combined with a film you should avoid. Mm-hmm. Avoid. Uh, all right. So well, that that's that that concludes our bizarre segment, um, and seeing it is Christmas coming up soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe some of these things uh, are uh, something you want to get a friend or a loved one or someone you hate. Um, <laughs> so you know, it's, just, it's up to you. It's just the season for giving. Uh, housekeeping wise, uh, I'm sure Jax, if you're listening to this, uh, you'll be recording with me soon. I I don't know when. Um, be the episode where we talk about why he hates Bernie Sanders. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. What a great show! I look forward to producing. <laughs> um, I bet he likes Buttigieg. It's just now I'm I'm sure he's a Buttigieg guy. Oh, oh! Uh, at first I thought you were sl- uh, making a slur, but <laughs> <I> not- <laughs> what did you think I was saying? I don't know. Something against like Bolivians or something, or oh. or. or uh, uh, hmm. oh, no, that, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I was I was uh, truly perplexed for a moment. I thought you misspoke, but clearly not. Oh <laughs> I'm just like, I have like a brain tumor. I'm just like, oh, yes, it's, I thought it was like a little little petite mall seizure there. There's a blah, blah, blah. okay. Well, let's just that that just happened. Uh, don't even address it. Okay, continue. All right. Well, uh, so I'm just going to say uh, you can reach us on Facebook at Far Off Topic Show and Far Off Topic everywhere else. The show is now available. Well, I should just say the show has been available <laughs> everywhere, including TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, and Spotify. It's not your fault if you haven't heard it. Uh, it's because we just don't record very often. But we're, we're going to change that. We're going to change that. I, I Maybe. I don't know. Um nah. uh, comment and rate if you feel compelled to most of all thank you for listening until you hear from us again 
So mote it be. Oh, so mote it be. That was unconvincing. Try that one more time. Let's get, let's get a, a so moted B. Uh, so moted B. God, you're a dark cloud. <laughs>